biggest premium outlet south. Uh, stop by and see Bruce, and we'll check uh, in with Bruce this week and find out if he's got some new goodies uh, in. And I, I know the, the jerseys. I mean, the clock is ticking on the jerseys, uh, so we shall see what's going on. Uh, he's here. He is in town. Uh, John from johnsyndicate.com. Mike is on the phone back in Baltimore. You get hold of the guys, 800-880-7507. 800-880-7507. You know, Bruce said, hey, he's out and about. It's, it's too hot. You said you were here and said, ah, it's too hot, and went to L.A. and then come back. I'm like, I just got back. I'm like, Buffalo Bills. Oh, it's hot. It's hot. So what? So listen, I was driving in. I saw the Buffalo Bills sign. I knew I was in prim. It was a nice, listen, it was only about a 20 degree difference, but it's a big difference between L.A. and here. I mean, it's sizzling hot here, baby. How do you like the new shirt? Oh, my God. Does it look like me? Yeah, it does. Fans, I sent them to my fans. How do you, I guess, I I mean, it's part of the biz. We're going to get you growing a nice long beard. Yeah, but I would not be putting it on any t-shirt. Mike Mike has one on Instagram. That Mike's is actually Mike. very well done. Yeah. Mike, you there? Oh, he's screaming for you. I'm here. I'm, I'm screaming. just listening I'm to all this feet from you. Are you wearing my shirt right now? <laughs> you know, I, I sweat through it this morning in my training session. That shirt is impressive. So listen, I want to tell you, we're 5-0 and this morning in Carabag. We won, we're won. Oh. we 1-0. Listen, Carabag, Armenian soccer uh, in the UEFA Champions uh, you know League. What? You're never too old to learn something. To learn something. So... Why nothing? No, no. Where this is? Where you? Well, Mike, why don't you tell him you're my soccer guy? All right, where where was this? It's the qualifiers for the Armenian UFA UFEA Champions League qualifiers that are going to be going on to the main rounds in the fall. These are the qualification rounds leading up to it. So when I was in Little Armenia yesterday in LA, I said, "Oh, let me go look at their games." No, no, my source had the happened to have the game, and I was in Little Armenia yesterday. Nice area. And they won 5-0. You don't say nothing in soccer. You say nil. Yeah, I know that. I knew that. I just didn't know about the Armenian thing. Actually, the the shirt's kind of haunting me here, Mike. (laughs) It's like like he's a two-headed monster. I'm looking at his head, and then it's like right there on his shirt. You can't turn away. I can't actually. <laughs> it's bizarre. That's the whole point. When I'm in the sp- listen, a guy what? just asked me. Are you getting double takes from this? I am. You- listen, a guy just asked me. Wait, uh, what is what is the? What's the? Well, we, we'll, 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 that's another site I'm launching, but we'll keep that oh. off there. <laughs> but listen, just so you know, you see here. Listen, Brian, your Champions League. All these games are playing right now. We have Red Bull Salzburg. They're winning two nothing at a half minus two. So it, it just like the run line in hockey. Just to educate you, some of these games, if you were to play the money line, you'd have to lay a thousand to win. Oh, hey, listen, these games, honestly, weekdays over at the Westgate, right? There's a healthy crew in there over in the Superbook, right? And well, I have clients well, crying to me, telling me, "Where do I get soccer? soccer? Where do I get soccer?" Because they a lot, even the obscure leagues sometimes this they'll have, but a lot of the little obscure leagues they won't have. But like I said, this is the time of year where you can take advantage of everything. Um, what's your take with baseball at the All Star break? Are you ready for the second half? Was it a good first half for you? Yeah, uh, I, a lot of runs. You know, I, I think. I, I think you sit there and you just you identify these. I think it's heat related, these, like we said last these, week. Man, I think it's bad pitching related too. Right. You know, some of these guys, it's just uh, you know, um, and not not blindly, but you know, some of these guys. Um, if you, you play which phone team, do you want me to check the stats for you on? 
<laughs> yeah, he's got a TV station in here. I don't know how. How do you get through the airport with all this stuff? I tell him I'm a sports analyst. They go, oh, really? Who's going to win tonight? And then they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the next time you come to the airport, if it didn't hit, it's like, eh, No, but really, you were not here last week, and I think you hit that high the week before. It was, it was just as brutal. It was 117 when I landed last Thursday. It was cooking here. I mean, you guys got to just. I, I, I got, I, listen, I will be honest. Yeah, I, that, yeah, it is. But your body changes. You've been out here so much. I, I wonder if you, you even have experiences. But I went back, and it was the second day of the golf tournament, and it was 80, only 81, 82, but it was humid. And there are a couple of holes that are, you know. Mm-hmm. But when I'm on the practice range, you start hitting, if you hit about eight balls, and I mean, I'm lathered up. And everybody else is like, fine. And I'm like, your body changes. The, the humidity kills me. Oh, yeah, the heat, the heat doesn't. We play golf around here, you know. You don't you don't sweat like that around here even when it's 190. How's, how's the humidity over there, Mike? You know it's uh it's pretty humid today. It's about 100 percent humidity with about 89 temperature, but it feels like about a 101. Yeah, I still think it's cooler where you where, where you were in Buffalo. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Well, uh, yeah, let's talk about the what do you what do you say this year about? Normally, it's a 50 50 shot with the home team versus road team. I keep going back to it, yeah. but what do you say with teams like the Orioles, for instance, are 25 and 16 uh, at home and 17 and 30 on the road? And you can see it over and over again through all the game. All the just a couple teams well, win on the road. I, I, well, how about the Rockies at the beginning of the year? Well, I told you they, no, just, uh, uh, they, they can't were, uh, win at home. They were a road. The Rockies were a road warrior, right? And uh, you know, and you see this Baltimore thing. The run differential, they're minus 78. Um, you know, at the end of the day, though, Mike, you know, the Yankees had the lead, then all of a sudden they, they flopped, and then they're, they're treading water, and much of that is it was based on the bullpen, and that West Coast trip killed them. But we saw how quickly the Red Sox went from 3-4 down to 3.5 ahead. So it's not pretty at the moment, but there's a lot of baseball left to be well, played four games under When you look at the AL Central, I said early in the season, Cleveland can't win at home. They're number one in the AL Central, but they're 21-24 and 24 at home, 26-16 and 16 on the road. So they've just been an absolute moneymaker. Hey, we always, we always uh, you know, get, get goodies from you in Baltimore, because literally a lot of this stuff is right up the street from, right. from where you live and, and the offices. Washington's not that far away. How have the Nats been drawing? Fifty-two and thirty-six. They're I mean, they take they, do, do people. Because I mean, youth, I used to go to Washington Senators games at a large. Oh yeah, it actually. And hurts. they were loyal fans. It but hurts they, the there Orioles. Many of them. No, there's more people go see those games. I think than the Orioles games. <laughs> Is that right? Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely pulls money from the Orioles. Washington from your joints about what? Thirty-five 40, minutes. Yeah, thirty-five, forty with traffic. traffic. It's not like in L.A. when I went three miles oh, to get a coffee and it took me an hour fifteen I on the five. I couldn't do that. I couldn't so leave. what I basically said is one thirty your life is supposed to be sleeping, but if you live in L.A., one thirty your life is sleeping, one thirty your life is driving. You only get the other third to get things accomplished. Hey, Mike, how about the second half of baseball? Are there a, a handful of teams? Uh, that maybe have piqued your interest, that could tweak a lineup, maybe get healthy, or some guys maybe that are doing well that you think are a little overrated and will come back to the pale here? Well, I think this year's, like you said, with all the runs being scored, um, there's just not as great a pitching as years past. There's not as many studs. Like, this year you can get a lot of value taking the 300, 200, you know, cent dogs and getting away with it. And I think in the second half, the better teams will prevail. As we've been talking about the road dogs, I mean, I mean the road Warriors, the Astros are incredible on the road. So no matter who they play, they have a shot to win on the road. 
and their price is probably going to go up the second half of the season, but I could see the same trends from the beginning of the season going on because I just don't see that many teams improving. It's not like the tread that trade deadlines in other sports. The same teams are just rolling through into the postseason. Well, I, I think the Astros are a good example. And, John, we talk about this a lot of times, you know, I, with, the, with the horse racing aspect of it. I mean, sometimes when you're going to make a score, you've got to be willing to draw a line through a bad race. You, uh, absolutely. you can't go bananas. Right. Yeah, we, we always say, with what your last witness. But, you know, going into last year, it was, well, look out, Chicago and Houston, Chicago and Houston, right? Because they were they were ahead of the curve a little bit. It's like, and the Cubs went all the way and did it. And Houston kind of flattened out and had that little bounce, and it was a, so all of a sudden they're back to maybe what people thought they might be last year. Here it is because all those young studs are there. Yeah, but I go back to it's such a long marathon race, the whole 160-game-plus baseball season. And, you know, I get excited about the stuff that's often overlooked by the general public, like this UEFE soccer this morning. Like tomorrow, for instance, there's four WNBA games. Aren't you excited? <laughs> First game starts at, I, I literally, at 12 I, noon here. I almost answered your shirt. <laughs> but, no, the, really, this is where I, I've trained my flock, so to Who speak. Who did that? There's a guy on the internet. He takes photos and converts into that avatars. Is, I, 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 a, I give you credit that you would walk around, you know, and it is, it is, it is eye catching. Thank you. The, but guy, I, the guy did a great job. But listen, you know, this is the thing. You have access to all these markets, and today's a perfect example. I got five games going right now, and it's All Star break, and the average square is going. Oh, what's the All Star break tonight? One's, you know, he's worried about a game that starts at five o'clock here. Uh, if you treat it like the markets, like I've been saying year in year out with you, and you can look globally, not locally. You got you. Sim- oh, CFL. By the way, I know you're all excited about CFL. And you know what? I I I will. Freely admit, I have. I just got you know enough stuff on. Well, because you also I, like the horse racing, so no, keeps no, you no, busy. no, no. But that, but I, you know, I'd, I always kid, you know, the CFL stuff with the three downs and the right. you know punt it, punt it, the winning score into the end zone. But you know, but I mean, if you do your homework and you follow this. Uh, I had done it in past years. You get some of these teams. I mean, some of these teams are stacked and are really good football teams. Exactly. And you can make money on them. And, you know, it's the same. CFL is like baseball. Dogs, baby. I mean, you know, I've been saying this all along. I, I just feel bad for the guy that's playing favorites in, in baseball for this well, year hey, especially. It's like the NFL. I mean, I mean, to a degree in that there are those hidden gems where teams have circled games. Yeah, there are bitter, fierce rivals. You know, you, you get the Ticats going against the Argos or something. That's that's a blood rival. Exactly. And, for instance, tonight, are you going to play? I mean, you no. don't have to tell me. I mean, <laughs> like, these guys are already calling Mike at the office. Who do you got tonight on the All-Star break? They're, like, in a rush to itching. So, wait, we got soccer all morning. I don't like it. So, this is the whole mentality of if you put a line on a game, they'll bet it regardless if it's a sport they like to follow. Right. And, to me, that's betting for all the wrong reasons. All right, Mike, let's turn to... Football. I mean, college football. We just talked to Bruce Marshall at SEC Media Days, NFL preseason. What camps in the next couple of weeks? We have a preseason game in, in what, August third, Hall of Fame game. Oh, play the under. I don't care who it is. <laughs> just, it's just like just play the under. Well, you got to play the extra game. You know, they, they didn't they have it last year. I think they canceled it. it was the field? Was that the field one? Yeah, it was a field issue. They had a concert the day before. But how about the preseason? I mean, you tell me, Mike. Well, first of all, the Ravens—it's—they're—they—they're they, they're extraordinary in preseason. Every year they cover. They have so this you and, and okay, and specific to the certain Ravens, teams don't but, care, but but it is clearly 
May, and I always say this in relation to regular games that sometimes I don't think special teams is taken enough into account where maybe if a team is in the top third of the league and winning the field position battle, there should be a little something in relation to the wagering line. It's not there. No. I think that there's a, I, but I mean, in terms of what the field position are, if they're doing it every week, it's part of the game. And maybe the coaching matchup. But clearly, you're talking about the Ravens and Preseason. Harbaugh. He's standing there telling you he wants to win. I mean, the, exactly. and then it's a sample size now that you can you can trust, right? I mean, and then you have the Baltimore Brigade against Washington this week. It's an inter rival matchup on, on fr- Friday. I know you're excited about that. What's this one? A Baltimore Brigade against the Washington well, stop Valley. Stop with the soccer. <laughs> no, this is arena football. Oh. Arena football. We got <laughs> CFL football. We got arena football. You didn't know we have another team, the Baltimore Brigade. Look, I'm looking at lines in the Baltimore Brigade. Co- oh my, let me see. What color is their uniform? Uh, I, I can bring it up. For yeah, you. No, no, I'm asking. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Listen, about, he will tell you. He will tell you. Mike will tell you. I watch and follow zero of these games. They're just trades to me. I mean, I'm the most. No, unemo- I get that. You're the. I'm the complete opposite of you. For all I your eye that. testing, I, get that. I do computer testing. You know. I get that. Mike, what are you doing? What about preseason football, Mike? Uh, you know, What are some of the things you've worked on over the years that you'll try to apply this well, year? Well, and I think uh, we've taken a lot of advantage of taking a team in the first half because the players, yeah. more into like week two or three of the preseason because they actually the starters are playing for the whole half and it's really like a, a more of like a precursor to the season. They're trying to get routed up and get ready and they're really running plays because the first game, is really just getting them out there, make it so they don't get hurt. It's not really a game. They're not really putting their whole, you know, play system in there, and they're running very little bit of their playbook because they don't want to reveal what they're going to do in the season. So you've got to be very careful. But you could take a lot of value in the second half if you see that these backups that aren't even going to be on the roster could still play, and some of these teams, they care more than others, as you can see year after year. You know, and there's no doubt about that. The funny thing about about the preseason we and that's it's the thing you can kind of count on it's hard to predict other other aspects of games be it turnovers i mean the quarterback rotation is what we always focus on but some of these teams the one thing you got to realize there are guys that are going to be out there that are you know going to be bartenders and uh you know concierges or whatever they're going to be they're not going to be football players in three weeks and you know you get bad tackling you get special teams breakdowns i mean a lot of squirrely things happen in preseason football games yeah, exactly. And now I know you're a diehard Buffalo fan, but I'm sitting here talking about you're talking about preseason. I'm looking at the NFL future odds. Did you see where Buffalo opened and is now? Where they opened to win the Super Bowl? You know, on the NFL futures. Uh, I would say they were seventy-five to one. Maybe. Well, yeah. So basically, it went from plus six thousand to now plus ten thousand. Yeah. So, but Baltimore, believe it or not, will, is plus twenty-five hundred. Here's the weird thing. I would say, and you asked, so I mean, but I. And I'll just throw this out there and get your opinion on it. Of all the numbers that are out there, and without this sounding really stupid, you know, oh, the bubble. I said, please give me a break. All right, I'll tell you when they stink and when they're going right, to right, kill right. it. All right, that total six and a half. They won seven games last year. Right. Rex Ryan's gone. Right. The coach seems to have his act together. He's getting discipline. They had a first-round pick, Lawson, who didn't play until November last year. And Reggie Raglan was their best player on the field, period, before he suffered a knee injury and never played it down. So in a weird way, you could look at it that they have three number one picks that will be plugged into the defense this year. They kept the quarterback. I mean, he's going to win you games. He's going to lose you games. 
Uh, Are you a spokesman for the Bills? No, no, I'm giving giving you that. No, I'm I'm just making a case from a numbers perspective of all the numbers that are out there. No, I agree. But I honestly, I look at it and go, they're not going to set the world up for it. My point is, I think they've gotten better. They won seven last no, year. And, and I agree. But the half. other advantage of knowing who's not going to win a lot of games and taking advantage of when they're dogs, because it's the same thing that's happening in WNBA this season. All the bad teams in WNBA are covering every spread. All the good teams that are actually straight up winning, they can't cover a game. So they're going to undervalue the, the – they're going to overvalue well, the, the favorites playing. the goes generally on the under anyway. So, yeah, so, I mean, mm-hmm. this is the, the, the – when you look at teams, for instance, Cleveland, San Francisco – they have the highest, the worst odds to win. Obviously, the Super Bowl. They're going to be horrible. Where do they the get the, Ra- the Raiders at? Uh, the Raiders are. I'm looking at it right here. Oh, they're fa- they're plus sixteen hundred. They're up there. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, they, I, would that be amazing? The first year of a team, and then they come out and then they go to the Super Bowl. Well, well it's three years away. But well, I, yeah, I'm saying. But, you I, know. but I'm telling you, I, there's something about the Raiders. Everybody's wildly in love with them and i'm, I'm well, not just i'm not discounting anything but i i see them as a team that i think comes back to reality a little bit this year right i think a lot of no people, defense well i my you, you look at how last year was like a perfect storm you give them credit they went for two in that first game against new orleans first you're going what's he doing and then they'll be able to get you but they the, played what nobody I, last what i don't year. like about the stacked game teams the, the, obviously you bet a hundred dollars right now to win the super bowl you win 240 on new england it's a joke so i mean this is the problem it's brady's show to lose and everybody else is to win and that's why i go back to the daily taking advantage of the points do you think there's a fair value on the other teams because new england's always so low that that you get over inflated numbers on yeah, teams yeah exactly you, you get you think that those yeah, are fair 100% yeah, and then you can come back and hedge the other way at the end of the season. So I like taking pot shots on some of these teams that you think are going to be sleepers because you're getting this huge money, and then you can come back and hedge it the other way. But again, I go back to when the spread is your friend, basically. These teams don't have to win. They can lose every game. You know, I can go to a Raven game with my son. They could be getting 10 points, and I could care less if they win or lose because that's me, unemotional. Joe, and he's crying because they lost by three at the, in the end of the game. Oh, we talked in, in college basketball a lot. That you were, you'd almost make it, and I'm not pigeonholing you here, but you almost made it the focal point of what you were doing, and those were halftime plays, Absolutely. second half plays, and in, in concert with in-game wager. Right, so that, right. that was, was that fair? Right. Okay, that was college basketball. Are you applying that? Still doing it in soccer. Are, still are, doing... are you, you going to apply that mindset? In, I mean, I mean, if, if you love a game, you know, out of the gate, you're going to play the game out of the gate. Mm. But I mean, but are are you going to? Do you believe? Have you adapted? Have you kind of been a chameleon? I've adapted there? it to everything because you're, so you will do it for college. My question: College football and the NFL, I, you, and more more than you did last yeah, year. Yeah, and absolutely, uh, the reverse indicator now is it's almost like horse racing. I if I'm playing a favorite. I want to be losing at half. If I'm winning at half, I'm probably going to lose because they're going to win the game, but they're not going to cover. I'm talking about covering the spread. So the, this goes back to the first horse out of the gate. Isn't that, that one race me and you played and obviously didn't catch one of the triple crown races? The right. guy came right out flying, and it's like a it's perfect example of a, of a favorite. Never stop. And they're, they're going to run out of gas. So the in-game trading, what it allows you to do with the second half wagering is let that horse get to the turn. And then you can put your wager on. Imagine if you could do that in horse racing. Have you been able to identify 
a lot of clients don't like it. It's more work. Because this is now, I mean, it's it's here and it's accepted. But in the grand scheme of things, it's still relatively new. Are you finding certain teams or certain situations where, okay, you're you're following along and the in-game number comes out? Are you finding value? No, they're very often, sharp. Are they, no. so, so that's my question. Sharper so than so what, sharper than a surgical so, blade. So you, so you got to have you have an opinion, but but basically you're convinced the number that they, they know which in, way the money's going to go in, before they release that number. Oh, the yeah, it's brutal. Go. The screen goes that you get the 15 minute countdown, and then you say, "Well, if it's two and a half, I'm going to hammer it, and I really don't want to lay three. Boom! They they put it out of three. <laughs> How quickly do those like because sometimes those in game things? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. is during a commercial break. It's At, two minutes. Oh well, now the in game is is every possession. So they freeze they freeze the screen basically, and you have to be like lightning. If you have a slow internet connection, you're trying to do it at a start. Or be well, you, you're the, in trouble. The, the funny thing is though, you, right? I mean, you be lightning or very patient. Right, and see, here's the thing. Let's say you have a team that favorite wise, they they're laying two fifty in baseball with some great pitcher, and they get shelled early. The first five innings are down five nothing. They'll make that two fifty favor to win the game outright in the in game trading, eat uh, even money. So now that team is you're spotting them. Obviously, they're down five. It's good value. A lot of times those they'll come back and they'll hit it out of the because you see how many games are going over. Lead changes are happening unbelievably. So you can take advantage this year more so than other years where if you're down 5 nothing in the second inning, no big deal. You'll put it on. Why would you lay 250 before the game? you got the same team in the third inning. You're laying pick them. Hey, Mike, this T-shirt guy did a really good job. What are the, what are the odds of you getting your own T-shirt here? I mean, that's scary. I, I'm really. Well, I can't. I can't lay odds. I already have another T-shirt. I already have it at home. You have one of you? No, one of him, one of me. No, no. You mean it? Oh, yeah, no. I mean, what, me. are the, what are the odds of you getting one of you made? That, that is. That is grow out another beard. That got to put the odds on the beard first. I, I, I mean, I'm. You know, I know it sounds like a broken record. That's cool. Thank you. I'm. You I'd know. be terrified to be. Hey, <laughs> How do you do it? It's double, baby. It's double. <laughs> double trouble. But listen, if you're listening, yeah. it's all about being diversified. And yes, it's all-star break today. And yes, there's only one game that means absolutely nothing. Mm. And the reality is you have the world is is playing sport, and you can get down on it. Like you said, you have friends that run over and hit these soccer games. So keep an open mind. We're, that, we're so close to August 3rd. But again, preseason is still preseason. It doesn't mean we're going to negate CFL, WNBA, AFL, international soccer. So again, I really look at how this we did our first video five years ago. It is so much more busier in the summer now than it was five years ago with the advent of technology. Is it not? Oh, I have my my kids say to me, "Daddy, when do you stop working?" I said, "No more. It doesn't happen anymore." Sorry, yeah. guys. <laughs> it, it is. It, 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 I used to take the summer off. It is great, right? Well, we always just said, "Oh, the All Star game." Exactly. And like, and you're sitting Mike's there, laying at the beach while we're doing the radio show. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and you're sitting here watching Armenian soccer. Exactly. All right. It's good to see you. All right, Mike. I'll see you soon. Yeah. Safe flight. Right, Michael, you thank you, buddy. You can get hold of Mike and John, 1-800-880-7507. You're going to – I don't know how many social platforms you got going here. You i got to hang on and get winners from Dan Lane. Are you going to put that picture? That, that of shirt? course. Don't put, where are you going to put it? Everywhere. It's really good. I'm on a billboard in Vegas. That's when you fly good. in, you'll see my picture. No, oh, my. Don't do it. That would haunt me. JohnSyndicate.com, 1-800-880-7507. Hey, don't forget our friends Derek Stevens, Darren Banks, the gang over the D, Andy Amos. 
Great steakhouse, the long bar, the 15 HD screens, a lot of cool things coming up with the Golden Knights down there. STN Mobile Sports Station, casinos, Club Madrid Sundays this football season with our buddy Chuck Esposito. And we always invite you to get that mobile app. Did you get Snapchat? Over at Treasure Island with our good friend Tony Neville. How long does that thing last? The Snapchat thing. It's like Fif- seconds, right? 15 seconds. I don't have my attention spans not even out. <laughs> All right. Yeah, go see our buddy Tony Neville over at Treasure Island. All right, Dana Lane, he's been here with you, and now he's here with me. And that's coming up next on Vegas Hockey Highlight.